fashionista Phil retires from the rag trade after 44 years in Bunclody. Article by Elizabeth Lee. They say that if you hang on to something long enough, it'll come back into fashion. No one knows the cyclical nature of the rag trade as well as Phil Kinsella, a veritable doyen of fashion retail for the past 44 years. She first opened her shop, P&B Fashions, in Bunclody along with her sister Bernie back in July 1978. She remembers vividly what was in demand at the time. Prairie dresses, the very type that women have been parading around in all this summer. When I opened in 1978, all the dresses were prairie style. Beautiful, lovely, long dresses. I'd go up to Dublin and buy the stock and bring it back to Bunclody. I never went in for cheap clothes, not at all. That wasn't our thing. We only sold very good clothes and still do, recalls the sprightly 70-something. Phil is a fourth-generation dressmaker who hails originally from Castle Dermot. Her mother Mary was a gifted seamstress, as was her grandmother and great-grandmother before her. Phil and Bernie were very close growing up in Castle Dermot, alongside their sister Mary and brother Richard, with Phil being called after her dad, Philip. Bernie's husband, Pat Foley, bought a derelict site in Bunclody and built two shops on it. Bernie invited Phil to open a clothes shop and on the 28th of July 1978, P&B Fashions opened its shiny doors for the first time. The two sisters ran the shop in tandem, with Phil being the mainstay on the shop floor and Bernie helping out when she wasn't needed in her second premises, Foley's Restaurant, beside the dress shop. Later, in the 1980s, a house came up for sale beside them, so Phil bought that and developed Meadowside B&B, a beautiful granite-clad house that she still runs today. Bernie offered me the opportunity to open the shop and I did. I loved clothes and I had wanted a shop for some time, so after that it was fashion all the way. Bernie and I worked alongside each other for all those years. People couldn't understand how we did that, but we were great workers and that's what we did, laughs Phil. Because she loved fashion and was a seamstress, Phil had a great intuition for what her customers wanted. Down the years, she has dressed women from all over the southeast of the country because of Bunclody's location on the Carlow-Wexford border and because it's en route to Wexford Town and Rosslair. We did a great passing trade because of where we are. People always complimented our shop window and commented on how well it looked too, recalls Phil. Because she only sold good quality clothes, P&B fashions became a destination for fashionistas, especially those getting dressed for special occasions. Generations of award winners, speech makers and mothers of the bride were dressed by Phil. Women certainly liked me being in the shop. They'd tell me what they needed and I'd go to the rail and pick out what I thought suited them. 99% of the time they'd buy what I'd chosen for them. Sometimes I'd go to Dublin and buy something especially for a customer. I knew what people liked, but I'd never pressure them into anything. They liked that and trusted me, she says proudly. 
that she has survived five decades in the clothes trade and has stood her own against chain stores, fast fashion and online operators is a testament to her skills as a canny businesswoman. She wanted to retire for some time, but wouldn't let the shop go until she knew it was in safe hands. Now her nephew, David Foley, is returning from Bristol to open up a new auctioneering business in the premises. Right now, Phil is getting the stock ready for a massive clear-out sale, and when the clothes are all gone, she's gone too. Being in business for 44 years is a great achievement, and I've loved every minute of it. My customers are shocked that I'm going, but they also understand that I want to enjoy what I've worked for. When the stock is gone, I'm finished. Right now, the time is right, and I'd like to say thank you to all my customers from all over, from all those years, concludes Phil. Former Nationalist Manager Paddy Godfrey is laid to rest. Article by Charlie Keegan The death has taken place of Paddy Godfrey, formerly a linotype operator, production manager and sales manager with the Nationalist. Paddy, who was in his 91st year, died peacefully in the care of the staff at Hillview Nursing Home, Tuller Road, shortly before midnight on Tuesday the 15th of September. Prior to moving to Hillview in 2016, he lived at 1 Heatherfield Court, Dublin Road. Predeceased by his wife Margaret, Marge, Paddy had been an active member of the community a founding member of Carlo Credit Union, an organisation with which he remained throughout the rest of his life, Paddy served in many roles, including chairman. He was also a member of several other organisations, including the former Operatic Society, Carlo Little Theatre, Citizens Advice and Carlo Bridge Club. Outside of his work with the Nationalist and various organisations, Paddy became well known as a wedding photographer, taking over the family business following the sudden death of his brother Donal on Christmas Day 1969. It was a business he loved, and in addition to recording the happy event for hundreds of young couples, he also built up an impressive library of photographs of Carlo as it changed down the years. Paddy is survived by his two sons Pat and Michael and their families, and his sister Kathleen McGee, Kilkenny Road. He was laid to rest in St. Mary's Cemetery on Friday the 18th of September following Requiem Mass in the Cathedral of the Assumption, which was celebrated by his nephew, Father Liam Merrigan, PP of Monaster Evan. Snooker memorabilia up for auction will raise funds for Balting Glass Hospital. Article by Elizabeth Lee. A photograph and a snooker cue signed by sporting legends Ken Doherty, Jimmy White, Dennis Taylor and John Virgo have been donated to a local hospital and are now up for grabs in a fundraising auction. The photograph shows a young Ken smiling alongside Jimmy and John, while the beautifully crafted cue is also carefully signed by Ken, John and Dennis. Ken actually has family members living in Baltinglass, so it's lovely that the items will benefit the local hospital. The items were very generously donated by an anonymous snooker fan after they discovered that staff and friends of Balting Glass District Hospital were raising funds for a multi-sensory unit. 
The equipment would be particularly useful for helping families connect with their loved ones who have cognitive impairment or forms of dementia and would be used not only in the Alzheimer's unit but by the other residents too. The whole idea with the equipment is that people could continue to communicate with their loved ones. Covid has changed how we look at things so we've adapted our plans. It made us rethink about what equipment would be the most helpful to our residents and their families, said clinical nurse manager Maeve Doran. The idea of acquiring the equipment originated from healthcare assistant Mary Phelan, who, along with John Joe Doyle, a friend of the hospital, and other people organised a fundraising concert in December by the Willoughby Brothers. The concert was a massive success, making an impressive €3,000. Sadly, John Joe passed away in February after a long fight against cancer and soon after the snooker memorabilia was donated to the cause. However, COVID-19 struck. The whole country went into lockdown and plans were put on hold. Now post-lockdown, the fundraising drive has been reignited with the auctioning off of the donated items. Maeve and the others involved in the campaign are excited about what they can achieve for the residents and their families who've made terrible sacrifices because of the COVID restrictions. They have many plans and with the help of funding they can realise them. We have lots of ideas, there's so much we can do because the potential is huge. This will benefit many people in the community, said Maeve. Any individual, club or organisation interested in making a bid for these items can do so by email to multisensoryconcert at gmail.com. Please quote snooker picture and cue on the subject line. The closing date for bids is Wednesday the 30th of September.